And we are live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to TTSN, the transformational squirrel network where we make shift happen. Today we have with us Dr. Darren Weissman, who is a chiropractic holistic physician who developed the lifeline technique, is an international speaker and best-selling author, and his expertise in the subconscious mind had him featured in several films, including Emotion, The Truth, Beyond Belief, The Making of Mankind, and the award-winning documentary, Heal, which was recently on Netflix. He has a passion for teaching people how to intentionally change the emotional programs that are running in their subconscious mind. Welcome to the day of infinite love and gratitude. We are so blessed to have you here, Dr. Darren. Welcome to TTSN. Thanks, Tamala. Thanks, Cindy, so much for having me. I'm really honored. It's great to have you here. It's great to have you here. It is. And so today is a very special day, too, because 19 yeah. years ago is when I had a download of the Lifeline Technique. So I'm so pumped to be able to share with you, too, and and our audience today. Yes, 19 years ago today. That is exciting. In fact, it's That's in amazing. like an hour and a half, right? 8.30, 8.35, June 17, 2002. That's exciting. Wow. <laughs> so we're both curious, um, you're a chiropractic holistic physician. What does that mean exactly? Well, it means that at the core of my training was uh, a doctorate in chiropractic. I learned all about the body and how it works, but the therapeutics in enabling people to heal optimally was through chiropractic adjustments for the spine, freeing up the innate intelligence. But my journey opened up beyond chiropractic going into acupuncture. I've studied in Sri Lanka and China. I, gone into many realms of kinesiology, applied kinesiology, total body modification, neuroemotional technique, contact reflex analysis, and then going into aspects of the mind um, as far as neurolinguistic programming, trauma, EMDR. So it's, there's just a whole eclectic um, appreciation of the mind, body, and spirit in its role in our health and our well-being and our ability to perceive life and manifest and create um, in life. So, I mean, that's my take on what it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. yeah, I love, you know, any which way, because that's not how I grew up. Uh, what I was about to say, you're supposed to read my mind. Any which way that, um, I can support someone to enhance healing um, in the body, in, in life, in relationships that is natural and effective, non-invasive. Any which way I can do that is my purpose. That's my passion. So I live that and I share what I live. And the reason is that that's not how I grew up. I grew up in a family that only knew what they knew. So we took pills for symptoms and, you know, I was a sick kid. I really struggled with my health and my well-being, And um, so I had a desire to do it another way 
but I didn't know what that other way was until really spirit showed up along the way with unique moments, inflection points that guided me, you know, from one open door to the next. Mm. Nice. So tell us more about what happened 19 years ago. So how did this occur for you? Well, as a result of my own journey and studies, I was just, I've always been and I continue to be curious. And um, I, um, I question things and don't trust it straight away. And so I need to have an experience for myself to know, yep, I buy into it or I don't. I mean, at my core, I would say I'm a skeptic. And, um, you know, and I love that about myself because it a lot, it's not that I'm closed. It just means I just don't buy into it unless I truly have my own personal journey uh, to each their own, but that's my thing. And so as a result of, you know, one door leading into the next of the different studies and, and, and discoveries that I had, a real good friend of mine, uh, Dr. Tom Bain, him, his wife were living in Ustenda, Belgium. Um, I came to visit them after I was studying in Sri Lanka. I would, had been working at the Kalabawila Hospital um, with a gentleman whose name is Lord Pandit Professor Sir Dr. Anton Jayasuriya. He was a holistic doctor for the, and medical doctor of the Pope. And, and people would travel from all over the world to work with Dr. Uh, Professor Jayasuriya. And we worked with three to 500 people every single day with all kinds of modalities that were natural to enhance healing. I had such an incredible education there. So on my way back, I stopped in Belgium, visited Tom and his wife, Ingrid. They were both um, uh, fellow students and colleagues in chiropractic school. And uh, Tom is a functional medicine guru. And his, he's just about the science of it and, and the chemistry of it, and specifically the biome, the gut. Mm -hmm. And um, we, we just got to talking and uh, we just got along so well. And he, him and Ingrid were thinking about potentially moving from Belgium. I'm like, why don't you move to Chicago and uh, be a part of my practice? And he's like, okay. So he, they came out. And him and I would get together on a regular basis and we'd heart stormed. And we had this concept and the concept was the big idea. And everything begins with a thought, right? Everything begins with a thought. So this thought was the big idea that there's gotta be something that bridges all these unique modalities together at a core level, at a core level. Um, we knew it to be true. We just don't, didn't know what it was. So after like going out multiple times, heart storming, brainstorming, well, I'm at his house one day, June 17th, 2002. And Ingrid says, you know, you two, where's the big idea? And Tom's like, well, we just haven't come up with it yet. And she goes, you know what you've come up with? This. All I have is a big credit card bill. Because every time you guys go out to do your heart storming of the big idea, you've got all these dinners and da 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 da. <laughs> and, and we're like, what is she touch? She's like totally like nailing us. And so she goes, she goes, she goes, Darren, 
do you want to know the truth? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, do you want to know the truth of why you haven't come up with this big idea? I'm like, oh my God, my tail was between my legs. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm like shaking inside. I'm like, what is she going to say to me? And she, and this was so profound. She goes, you're just too afraid of how powerful it will be. And I was like, boom, drop the mic. I was at a loss for words, which, you know, I like to have conversation. I had nothing to say, left their place. I'm pacing the floor in my house. And I'm hearing Ingrid's voice in my mind. You're just too afraid. You're just too afraid. It's like fingernails down a chalkboard. <laughs> and I had a moment. And the crown of my head literally open and I it just opened and I entered another dimension another reality where I had clarity of vision and I saw everything that I had ever studied all these different systems in unique uh, patterns words symbols and I yelled to my girlfriend at the time I said babe get me a pen and paper because I knew if I even breathed I was gonna lose it and I knew it was big. So I um, scribbled, scribbled, scribbled. 40 minutes later, I um, wrote out that flow chart back there. Oh. And that flow chart is the lifeline technique flow chart. It is a roadmap. It is a blueprint of the subconscious mind. And I had awoken to the big idea. So I immediately knew how to do it because it was a compilation of everything that I'd ever studied and, and then it had some you know, the next greatest version of things that were built into it automatically. So uh, my girlfriend at the time, Sarah, and I'm like, hey, how you feeling? And she goes, I've got neck pain. And I'm like, oh, good. Let's do this. <laughs> Who says that to neck yeah, pain? Right. What I did. So <laughs> 10 minutes later, she's feeling better. I'm like, wow. I did a session with myself because the beauty of the lifeline technique is that the sessions are for oneself. It enables a person to have a tool immediately for the oneself to process emotions in the deepest subconscious level, shift core limiting beliefs on the deepest subconscious level. So I'm like out of my mind excited. I go into the office the next day and I said, Tom, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid anymore. He goes, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, didn't you hear Ingrid last night? She said I was just too afraid. He, then that was such a moment. Cause he didn't hear it. He thought we were just leaving. You know, meanwhile, I'm leaving like, hum, hum, hum. but it's like, <laughs> but that, that message was for me. And, you know, he, I said, I, I woke up I, and I didn't, it, it wasn't the lifeline technique. It was the big idea. Still. I, I said, I woke up to the big idea and he goes, well, teach it to me. I'm like, I just want to make sure it's not a fluke. So I work with my morning clients. I got people with migraines and sinus infections and gut pain, anxiety attack, low back pain, and people are creating shifts. And so then I teach it to Tom. He knows how to do it right away because he studied all these things and it was easy to teach him. But a month later, I'm, I have this, hmm, interesting idea. And the idea was Masuro Emoto. Yes. Did research with water in the nature of emotions, thoughts, beliefs, music, vibration. Yes. And I said to Tom, I said, Tom, because he's a functional medicine guru. I'm like, you got one of those microscopes that Dr. Emoto has. How about this? 
you take someone's blood. I'll do a session. And then you take their blood again. So there's this guy with hepatitis C and his blood was a mess. And I did a session four minutes later, his blood had transformed. And that moment changed it all because at that point I knew it couldn't stay with me. Yeah. I knew that I'm, I, I'm not going to die with this inside. Like I have to share this now. So I'm like, oh my God, I got to write a book. I don't know how to write a book. And I'm with this woman <laughs> named Jerry, Jerry Love. And Jerry Love, I'm like, Jerry, I got to write a book. I'm like, I don't know how to do it. She goes, well, Darren, I do. She goes, that's what I do for a living. She goes, do you have writings? I'm like, I've got writings upon writings upon writings, but, she, but I don't know how to put it together. She goes, I'll help you. And for two years, we worked together and we put out my first book, The Power of Infinite Love and Gratitude. And uh, fortunately, um, through Spirit, Louise Hay uh, got a copy and she loved it. And uh, her and I did a, um, a private um, lifeline session in her penthouse with her best friends. And that was really the story was over at that point. Uh, at that point, all these people that I was inspired by became colleagues and friends. And it just opened up a whole other, here we are 19 years later, and it processes in 40 countries around the world with people that have learned it and millions of lives have been changed as a result. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm just, it's, it's emotional. It's, it's emotional. I'm just, you know, it's just sharing it with people to make a difference, you know, because there's another way when people are stuck, when people are struggling. So that's, that's the cliff notes of it. There are details in the fabric of that, that are fun, funny, and very intense stories because it wasn't easy to walk this path. It wasn't easy to just get this out there and share this system of infinite love and gratitude. Um, so I'm, I'm proud of myself for the courage that it took to stay with it and never ever buy into anyone's uh, perception of what it was or what it wasn't. And um, you know, 19 years later, I can confidently go, I know the truth and yeah. I'm not afraid of it anymore. And so, you know, what a blessing, what a blessing. Absolutely. And what a blessing for all of wow. us. Incredible story. Yes. And, you know, having endorsements from Louise Hay and Dr. Wayne Dyer, and Bruce Lipton, um, Greg Braden, Dr. Masaru Emoto, Colette Baron Reed, you know, like all of these people um, have tried the lifeline and have endorsed it, you know, and that says so much. And it's so exciting that we can be here sharing this with you and, and with our listeners, because, you know, knowing that you can actually change the, the blood, your blood, like the water changes when you give it positive energy and, and feed it positive words, right? That you're actually able to change your blood and your body by doing that. That is fantastic to know and to share. I think that that gives people more encouragement to do those positive things and, and use the positivity, not only for themselves, but for others. Yeah. That yeah. Morphogenetic field. That again. morphogenetic field that, you know, right. that bridge between all of us. And, you know, I've just come to appreciate that once I realized that I could walk through the fire with someone that has experienced extreme trauma. You know, we 
I was given uh, the blessing with um, a group of certified lifeline practitioners to go into this area called King Lake, north of Melbourne. Um, it was like 12, 13 years ago. It, besides last year, it was the worst um, fire Australia had ever seen in its history. And there was over a hundred people that were burned alive. Mm -hmm. Families, children was horrendous. And we were given um, the uh, uh, right from the police to go behind the uh, lines of the fire, which was just beyond anything that I'd ever witnessed and work with the people that survived. There was one woman named Rhonda McGibney. Her house was uh, not burned, but everything around it was. And she was just very holistically minded person. And so she had different kinds of practitioners come on in and help people. So we went, we worked with people uh, for two, day, two days straight and um, you know, transformation of people that experienced trauma like what we can't really imagine to, you know, being able to be present with it and see a future and, you know, and grow and evolve is um, profound. Being able to work with people that survived the Rwandan genocide, you know, and, and so, you know, once I knew that I could hold a space with someone like that or someone that has been diagnosed with stage, you know, for prostate cancer or, you know, all different kinds of things where, you know, you're given a, a certain, you know, diagnosis. Once I realized that I could walk through it, I knew that if somebody desires to create change, then they can. And, you know, this is a unique perspective and it, it requires dialogue to understand what it is because it's not therapy. It's not about talking about things. It's about making a connection with the subconscious mind. And, and not only making a connection, but once you make the connection, actually getting inside and reprogramming it from our heart's uh, highest self within our soul, from our highest self of who we divinely have been intended to be, there's a way to embrace these reactive parts of our mind and thinking and believing and biology and attractor field with our highest self. And that, you know, can see, feel and hear the truth with confidence and relaxation and high self-esteem and embrace this reactive part and entrain it um, within 90 minutes, within 60 minutes. So it literally, some people go, wow, that was 20 years of therapy. And it's not therapy, it's therapeutic. So it's, it's a unique system. I never realized when I woke up that I would be creating a new vocation, a new job title, a certified lifeline practitioner, you know? So it's, it, you know, it's, it's it, you know, it, it, it's so um, unique. So a lot of people don't even realize that this can be used when we're truly struggling. And we live in a world right now that, you know, so many people are truly struggling. Mm -hmm. Pain, care, and stress is a part of the world that we live in. It's not that it's happening. It's happening. Do you have an ability to respond to what's happening? Do you have the ability to stay present? Can you process your emotions? And when you can't, that's a signal that your subconscious mind has what I like to call a portal. It has a doorway. And when we can go into the pain 
of negative thinking, of self-defeating destructive thoughts and behaviors and beliefs. When we can go into the trauma and raise that vibration, then the post-traumatic stress, which is going on in our world everywhere, we were talking about before we got on, turns into post-traumatic growth. That deeper states of resilience and confidence and capabilities occur and that when we continue to embrace that, our vibration accelerates. And as our vibration accelerates, everything starts to change. And when this can become a practice, we exercise it. And, you know, we really start to get, you know, good at understanding our body as a feedback system, our relationships as a feedback system, life as a feedback system. When we can look at it as the portal versus the problem mentality, when we can really see it in an active in the face of reactive experiences, um, then change can occur. Then, then real, not short-term chest uh, move change, which just makes things complicated. I'm talking sustainable change where, you know, the caterpillar becomes the butterfly. Right. That a real change occurs on a cellular level because the consciousness change. Cells follow that consciousness. The blood follows that chi. This is a, the nature of you know, all these incredible ancient arts and indigenous ways that have been known for so long, we can apply them in our modern world. And it's necessary to, to create healing change that is true, you know, true human beings. And we live in a world of false human doers. Everyone's bought into the illusion. Excuse my French, all the bullshit fear that we get caught in and the patterns where we start beating the crap out of ourselves and beating the crap out of others. And I'm right and you're wrong. Oh, everyone's right and everyone's wrong. We're all students. It's life's humbling. We just, hey, you know, but when we can find this space, we go, all right, life is happening. You've heard it for me, mm-hmm. not to me. And that's hard to say when you lost a mom, a dad, a child, a brother, a sister, a friend. When there's a, you know, a shooting, when, you know, all these things are going, it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy, but there's a way. And that's important, you know, and not everyone's going to choose that. And that's okay. That's okay. Everyone's got to have their own way. But there's plenty of people now that I know that are very open and eager and excited and inspired for another way they just don't know and they've done everything and the key is how do you connect to the subconscious mind so there's the game here there's there's the game that we're in mm-hmm. wow so um i know for myself the subconscious mind i catch myself you know in different patterns and right. that are running and it, it's one of those things like i just find awareness is you know it seems so elusive you you got it and then it's gone and then it's gone you got it and then it's gone so would you say your lifeline techniques is kind of amping that up or like what can you say towards that like is it something that is a kind of a a lifelong thing that you're constantly working on yourself to achieve or is this something that you're no, it's not take a pill and live happily ever after. 
Right. Not an outside in approach. It's an inside out. And as long as we're on the planet, we are the only ones that can take responsibility for ourselves. And so as long as we have an excuse, as long as we have a blame in anything and anyone, you know, mm -hmm. then that perpetuates, you know, looking for something or someone to save us outside. Hey, it's great to have a dream team. I love connecting with the sisters. You know, it's awesome to have a dream team. It's very important to be able to mm -hmm. surround yourself with people that are going to support you, guide you, that you respect and that respect you, you know, but the, you know, essence of this system is it helps us to appreciate that the disease in the lungs is a three-year-old that was in an environment of grief and lack of trust. The disease in the liver, the blood sugar metabolism, the diabetes is an in utero part that mom was, you know, going through, you know, aspects of low self-esteem and overwhelm and, you know, that got imprinted and conditioned and that pattern now shows up later. What's been going on in your intervertebral disc of your low back L5S1, you know, that's an aspect of, you know, paralyzed will and, and aspects of emotional insecurity and fear. Every part of the body has this compartmentalized emotionally charged memory that when it gets triggered, it shows like this mosaic of reactivity in different parts, headaches, skin, all of these within unique, amazing systems like the five element theory of Chinese medicine or you know the chakras of Ayurvedic medicine, we are able to, with kinesiology, really laser into the specific patterns that are going on. So it, it really gives us an appreciation for the dialogue that's occurring in every given moment. Life is emotional. And oftentimes, um, that's the last thing we want to deal with. I don't have time for the frustration. I don't want to even admit that I'm afraid. And, you know, boys don't cry. And, right. you know, and all these different things. Oh, I guess I have to sleep with them because he took me out for dinner or whatever, like me, like all these kinds of emotional kinds of things that live in the construct of our mind from our family, from our religion, from our upbringing, from our economic, from the race and the gender, all these things influence us. It's dynamic. It's amazing. But there's as dynamic as it is. There's a simple, process to get us present to like you were talking about you know cindy as far as like awareness to become aware and consciously observe our body and give it and give yourself permission yeah i'm in pain here i'm fatigued i don't sleep well my hormones are on a roller coaster uh, he triggers me into major rage and he causes me to feel really insecure. It's so important to give ourselves permission to acknowledge these things rather than to get stuck, labeled or identified or defined or diagnosed by these things, but just to go, that's my portal. And then the process of there's a question that I guide people with, I call it the million dollar question. It's called the truth question. The truth question 
is yo tamala yo cindy yo beautiful listeners right if you could choose check this out okay feel this if you could choose to create your life you could design it if you could have a a vision board and you get to put on your vision board anything you want this is your best life would you ever put allergies asthma cancer colitis would you choose to create your life with anxiety and fear and depression and addiction and ocd would you ever choose to create any let alone all of these what's the answer my friends no never <laughs> the answer is hell no <laughs> hell no hell is no. the only answer it's hell no and it's a duh it's almost like that's the stupidest question i've ever heard but it's not yep. and the reason it's not the stupidest question is because it acknowledges when we're aware when we're aware and we were just aware of what we were observing we gave ourselves permission to observe these biological behavioral you know patterns of pain and stress when we're aware we're conscious and guess what we have when we're conscious? When we're in that conscious mind, that two to 10% mind, we have the power to choose. We have the power to make a decision. So when you're aware of something that, duh, you're not choosing, but it's still happening, ding, ding, ding. Guess what you made contact with? The other than conscious mind, which is called the subconscious mind. That part's not active. That part is reactive. In the reactive subconscious mind makes up 90 to 98% of our mindset. It is driven by protection in the present moment. But when the present moment doesn't call for protection, doesn't call for the freeze, fright, fight or flight survival mode in the nervous system, the dissociation, you know, in the nervous system, that vasovagal response where we dissociate, right? When it doesn't call for that, but it's happening, that means your subconscious mind is speaking to you. That means there's a portal that's open and now you have an ability to make contact and begin the process of detoxifying your mind. Many people understand the value of detoxifying your body, good green drink, celery, whatever it might be, you know, you know I'm going to do a liver cleanse, I'm going to detoxify parasites, whatever it might be, all these things, I'm going to do a gallbladder flush, oh, that's awesome, that's awesome, but the ultimate form of detoxification must occur in the mind first, so while we have what I call, you know, we know what PMS is, right, this is called TMS, toxic mind syndrome. And we live in a world of toxic mind syndrome. And when we have toxic mind syndrome, you cannot see your dream. You cannot see your dream when you're in toxic mind syndrome. It just, you can only see as far as the pattern of fear will allow you to. You're in a space of avoiding or attempting to make go away or pretending it's not there. So there's a process in Lifeline sessions where you bring people through a series and there's no cookie cutter approach. I oftentimes will go one time a week for five weeks, fifth week to a scenic overview. And usually in five sessions, someone truly has opened up the detox pathways, the emunctatory pathways where the system is now having more positive thoughts 
versus negative thoughts. When that happens, now we can actually go into, you know, the seeds of the dream and the desires and, and the passions of life and why you were born. You weren't born to suffer. You were born to shine. You were born to be celebrated. So there's a process of detoxifying the mind. So the mind becomes a regenerating mind, just like cells are designed to regenerate and be whole. Every cell is designed to regenerate and be whole. Why? Because every thought, every mind is designed to regenerate. No matter, it's capable of. I've brought people through psychotic experiences to clarity of vision. I have. There's no cookie cutter approach. You got to really know what you're doing in that, right? And you've got a team of people that are working on many different levels from, you know, consciously trained, you know, psychologists and nutritionists and different things like that. But people can create change. And then you enter the realm of a thriving mind. And, um, and that then, now we're back to it, you know, Cindy, now this is the journey of life. And it's not like, oh, I got here. Let me just go back to all the shitty ass uh, behaviors and habits that I had. They, you know, no, you just, now it's just about leaning in and take, being a trailblazer and, you know, blazing that trail of authenticity of being who you are and, and the thrill of being alive. You know, but when you're in a toxic mind, you can't even see that. And what you're hearing is you're like, man, this guy must be on some hallucinogenic if he's talking like that, because I can't even imagine a life like that. I understand. I understand because I come from that. I come from an absolutely toxic mind. So, but I know it's possible and it's not only possible, it's natural. It's, uh, it's how it works. And, you know, it's, it's part of a journey. It's part of a journey. So I, I, you know, I talked about a lot there, but I, I hope that touched on what you were looking for. Mm-hmm. That, that was fantastic. Yeah, it was awesome. I want to step back for a second. And you had talked about, you know, how you have these thoughts of, you know, okay, um, whatever it might be. One of the things you said was, okay, now I have to sleep with him because he took me out for supper. Right. You know, so thoughts like that and thoughts about, some of these thoughts are, or a lot of the thoughts are thoughts that are not even things that we truly believe. Yeah. They're thoughts that came from other people or things that we watched or, or heard or, and, and they've just, they're in our minds and they don't even belong to us. Yeah. Right. So they're in our subconscious. And so when we can release those thoughts, that's going to change that though. Not release those thoughts. Okay. Raise the vibration. Raise the vibration. Raise the consciousness. This is not about releasing. This is not about letting go. This is not about clearing. And you know, a lot of people in this realm talk about it in that way, but releasing is about getting away. Right. See, what you focus on, what we focus on grows. And if you're focusing on releasing, you're focusing on getting away from a certain way. And guess what grows? Right. It's just going to show up in another way. Yes. It's going to be like now it's 12 o'clock at night and I have to go to the fridge and just stuff my face. So I might not be sleeping with that guy or, you know, you know, addicted to this pattern, but, you know, here it is in some other way. So the key is raising vibration, raising yes. consciousness. And, you know, we talk a lot about resonance on our show and, yeah. and, and so that's exactly what that is. Right? Yeah. It's in that's, training. Yes. It's. Um, in training a whole new vibration from this incoherent reactive vibration, 
the only reason it's incoherent and reactive is because it's not in the here and now, it's in the there and then. We are not um, perceiving or feeling or attracting from this present moment. We're mm -hmm. perceiving, feeling, and attracting from a three-year-old, a five-year-old, a seven-year-old. And I love that you know you brought it up, Tamla, because you know these imprint conditioning. It could be generational. Yes. Seventeen generations down mom's side. Who the heck knows what's in their subconscious mind? No one does. Right. That's why it's called subconscious, you know? So it's the dark matter of the universe that shapes the universe. It's the dark matter of our consciousness that shapes our body and shapes our life. And for an example, I'll give you um, a deeper appreciation here. You know, it's like similar to like, hey, I use my body to get to my mind. If you want to understand the wind, which is invisible, like the subconscious mind, then you can look at like the patterns of sand, you know, on a beach, or you could look at how the trees leaves are blowing, or you could look at clouds or how water, you know, is moving. You want to understand someone's subconscious mind, just be around them for a little bit. And you'll see it in posture. You'll hear it in the tone of the voice. You'll see it in the dis-ease patterns that are going on. You'll observe it in behaviors because the body and the behaviors of ourselves are a direct, direct reflection of the mind. So when we can bypass consciousness and get right into the subconscious and reprogram that part that has been literally hypnotized, that's in a trance of reaction, and you know, all day long, every three to five seconds, the subconscious mind's being triggered. You know, so you can attempt to outrun it. You can attempt to fight it. You can attempt to fix it. You can call yourself a failure and judge yourself. None of that will change it. The key is to be able to, you know, ultimately view life as a portal versus a problem. Mm -hmm. And I know it's hard. I know it's scary, but that's a starting point. And, and actually just by going, all right, this is a portal, it's happening for me. Actually, there's liberation in that, right. just to give yourself permission in that. But it enables us to then begin the journey, the evolutionary journey versus the revolution, which is reactive subconscious. It's an evolutionary journey of, of waking up, of waking up and being able to process our emotions mm -hmm. so that we can perceive in the present moment. And that's what ends up happening when somebody who's really, you meet people that are certified in a lifeline and they really have lifeline as a practice. They're a unique breed of people, the present. Doesn't mean that their poop don't stink. Doesn't mean that they don't have pain, fear, and stress. Doesn't mean their mom isn't triggering them or different things like that. Like every, you know, things still happen, yeah. but you'll see that they've got tools and strategies and how they respond and they use those and it enables them to continue to up level. Right each and every day. And there's the game. There's right. The game. Absolutely. And when you have that, when you have that sense of peace, you are able to then think and problem solve. And like you say, up level. Um, so you can turn a so-called or a perceived negative into a, what can I learn from this? Yeah. You know, when you can do that, then you're actually able to grow and learn and move forward in life, right?
um, James is saying in our in our Facebook group, he's saying, I couldn't see past the toxic a few months ago, but after starting doing meditation, I've been able, or I've been filled um, no overflow or too overflowing with positivity. Amazing, so, James. Well done. Yeah. You know, and meditation opens up the door to the subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. And the lifeline is a form of meditation. It really is. And if you want, at one point, I'll guide people through a process that you'll yeah. get an appreciation of it. It's, it's a form of it, but it, it is laser-like. It has specificity in direction because we use kinesiology to guide us on this roadmap mm -hmm. that we, can, we know what the triggers are or not. And when there is, we harmonize. I, I meditate every day, twice a day, um, you know, and, and what an awesome, awesome tool. Yes. I have one little question. I don't know. It's little, I guess. It's kind of like what comes first, the chicken or the egg? What do you say comes first, the thought or the feeling? Or does it matter? Well, I, you know, first and foremost, they're bidirectional. Mm -hmm. so a feeling will create a thought a thought will create a feeling right. um, but everything begins with a thought okay yeah mm -hmm. the, you know the feeling comes from the heart so the mind is at the foundation as far as let's look at it this way the subconscious mind this invisible mind that is seven times faster than our best meditating self. You know, so you're a ninja at, you know, doing affirmations and mirror work and journaling and all kinds of things. Your subconscious mind, as much as you up level, will always be seven times faster. It's just the nature of it. So you can't outsmart it. And it's not attempting to be, you know, outsmarted. It's, it's attempting to wake you up to have an internal relationship with what? The divine. And the thing here is that the subconscious mind bridges our conscious world, what we can see, what we can feel, what we can hear, what we perceive, our perspective in any moment. It bridges that sensory world with the divine. The subconscious mind is the bridge between the two. So when we ultimately bridge the gap between the conscious and subconscious with the heart, thought patterns change. What used to trigger me, I'm bulletproof. I no longer get triggered. Rather than no longer getting triggered, I am confident. I'm calm. I uh, speak my truth. I, and, and I just, I create healthy boundaries. It, it, it changes how we think. It changes how we think because I'm no longer thinking from a three-year-old. I'm thinking as a 53-year young man now instead of a three-year-old little boy that was in this environment. You know, so when that three-year-old gets upgraded to the fullest potential of our highest self, and that's step two in the lifeline, setting an intention so that we can guide the subconscious mind. We can drive it rather than being driven by it. Um, we awaken this divinity within us. It's wild. I don't know if you ever read um, uh, David Hawkins' books at all. Um, Power versus Force is one yes. of them. And, you know, in, you know, one, and in, in as, uh, as he's talking about the different levels of consciousness, 
you know, as far as anything under 200 is just, you're being driven by fear. You're being driven by doubt and shame and, and guilt and anything over, you know, you're at this, you know, more of an active realm and it goes up, you know, to joy, you know, to love and, and joy and enlightenment. And, and enlightenment, you're at a 700 to a thousand where you really recognize the oneness. You recognize the mirror, you recognize the bridge, you rec recognize that this is happening for me rather than to me. At the end of every Lifeline session, I would say 99.5% of every Lifeline, at the end of it, you are in an enlightened state. It might only be for 15 seconds based upon the level of toxicity in the system, but we literally, boom, the, the system opens up. So there's, you know, it's, it's a unique aspect of, you know, that lens. I'm going to bring it back to thought feeling. There's a unique aspect of the lens of perception and how we perceive ourselves and how we perceive others from a reactive place, it starts with a thought and then it creates a feeling, starts with an idea, an idea is a thought, yeah. and then it creates a feeling and that feeling activates within the heart, desire, passion. And um, when, when that happens, it opens up a whole unique impulse, which then opens us up from the mind, thought, heart, feeling to our will. And our will, which is a divine will, is our ability to choose, our ability to make a decision. As human beings, we're fascinating creatures because we have the ability and the power to be aware, not only that we're aware, but that we are aware. And when we're aware that we're aware, we can change. Like everything on this planet has awareness, but not everything on this planet has awareness that they're aware. They have primal functions of survival within them that make them follow the laws of the elements and the cycles of this planet. For example, I've got this beautiful tree and plant in our house and it's near the window and it grows towards the light. It's aware and it does that. But if I don't turn it, then it just grows one way we have the ability to change and because we're aware that we're aware but what ends up happening is and this is this is a massive paradox here this is a massive paradox i'm about to just blow it open is that the greatest fear for human beings more than death itself is the fear of change oh, yes. so people when they get caught in the thought patterns the thought that repeats itself becomes a belief so the thought that repeats itself becomes a belief. When we get caught in the belief that it becomes an identity for who we are, we will fight for that belief. We will kill for that belief. We will destroy ourselves and others for that belief before we'll actually make a change. So in that situation, we're not aware that we're aware. We're just reacting. You know, so what would it mean to actually have a way into the heart? Mm -hmm. And awaken this so that we can make a decision and it's one decision at a time that's how we create any level of abundance or success in any aspect of our health or our wealth or our mm -hmm. friendships or types of relationships you know the nature of it emotion is a very unique 
and oftentimes tricky experience because you just want it to go away. Right. But the paradox of it is the more you push it away, deny it, disconnect from it, pretend it's not going on, the stronger it gets. And then it wakes you up at two in the morning. You know, then it shows up in those quiet times. And so we just go, we take a deep breath, infinite love and gratitude, infinite love and gratitude. And we go, whoa, I'm not choosing this. Hell no. Right? I'm in a reactive pattern. Yes. Okay. Hey, heart. You're the one thing that can hack my mind. I got to connect with you. Meanwhile, my heart's broken because she left me. My heart's, you know, bruised because of this, whatever it might be. You know, mm. It's like, so you got to go deeper than the pain. This is, people need to be educated about this. This is an education first, mm -hmm. you know, you don't need to understand it for it to work. You just actually just need to do lifeline sessions. Uh, that's the beauty of it. Combine it with cool meditation and, eating healthy and understanding, alkalizing your body and staying hydrated and exercise mm -hmm. yourself and stuff like that. You know, then, you know, there's a really cool mojo that mm -hmm. um, we can experience in these incredible bodies that we have. I'd like to give an example about the fear of change. Cool. Because the anxiety and depression that I lived in for 20-ish years of my adult life I lived in that wanting to get out of it, but not moving out of it for fear of change. It was easier to hold on to that familiar feeling of yuck than it was to change out of it. Yeah, that was a part of you. Right. That wasn't you, but that was a part of you, but that part of you was the 90 to 98%. So that part always overrides our best conscious self. Mm -hmm. until it doesn't until it doesn't and, and it will extinguish itself on its own but that might be in five years 10 years 10 lifetimes right. there's a certain refractory period as far as how that energy will stay in motion until it's met by another force the lifeline does it gives you a fast pass at disney it allows you to just go right on in and create an, an entrainment into a higher level of ourself, literally in a part of ourself dies mm -hmm. while we're still alive. There's really, we actually can go through the grieving process in the stages of grieving within a lifeline session. I've helped so many people who have been traumatically lost a loved one in the you know, hours of that loss, like guided them through process where they could be fully present into this place where it doesn't deny the emotion, but it allows them to shift from suffering, you know, the suffering journey into the human journey, into this whole other level of just, all right, yeah, I love this person. And it was, you know, the loss is so immense, but it's, it, there's, there's a difference when we're when the three-year-old's processing the grief and the present time part of me is processing it, you know, that's what makes that loss, you know, beyond tolerable for people that haven't been able to move through certain experiences of grief in life. Trauma. So can you show us a little bit about, or a little bit of the lifeline technique? Yeah, yeah. I would like to show you the first step. Okay, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to show you the first step. And 
you know, first and foremost, so there's 16 steps, um, but I want to show you the first step. And the first step is about plugging in. It's about tuning the instrument before you play it. And so that you both can participate in this process, uh, I wanna just you know, tell you a couple things before we go here. Sure. So first and foremost, this hand posture means I love you. Mm -hmm. It means I love you in American Sign Language. And, you're, and this is a journey of love because love's always the answer. And it's really important to understand that, you know, spirit's about to show up. It's going to guide us. It's going to lead us. It's going to support us as we create a shift into present time consciousness right now. You're going to hear me say the words infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude is a universal healing frequency. So it raises vibration. So when I go infinite love and gratitude, that's your green light, that's your go ahead. You go infinite love and gratitude and say it out loud, both of you say it out loud and everyone who's listening, follow exactly as we're doing this and just notice how you're feeling right now. Just take a deep breath and let go. Take this moment right now to acknowledge the power and the presence of spirit. And the way that we activate spirit, I'm going to have you open your eyes as we take all five fingers of either hand, whichever one you choose, all five fingers, and you bring them together, including the thumb, and you put it right to the crown of your head. So this is your spirit point. Your spirit is pure love, it is divine light. And as you take your other hand in the I love you posture and you put it over the center of your chest, in this moment right now, we are raising the vibration of every cell in your body, every relationship in your life that is naturally designed to heal, completely regenerate and be whole we do this by saying infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite gratitude. Keep your hand on your heart, lift up the crown point, and touch it back down. There you go. We're raising the vibration the wisdom of the body, the heart that feels, the spirit, divine light. Once again, we do this by saying and feel it, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Take both hands away. Wait, keep up, okay? Bring it back. As we harmonize the spirit and the body, as one field, pure love in the driver's seat right now. And just notice it. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Mm -hmm. Relax it. Take a deep healing breath. 
either hand, put it flat on your forehead. This connects you with your mind. And your mind is infinitely powerful. Your mind produces your thoughts, your ideas, your creativity, logic, your genius mind. And as you take your other hand with love, let's harmonize the mind with the body. See yourself healthy, strong, discerning, relaxed. Infinite love and gratitude. 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 Lift it from the forehead and then bring it back down. As we open the heart to our imagination and imagine yourself healthy, calm, confident, comfortable, safe, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Take both hands away, bring them back at the same time. As we unify, we harmonize. My friends, in this present moment, the mind and body are now one. Feel it. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Relax. Take a deep healing breath. It's time to connect with Mother Nature. And the nature of Mother Nature is change. That's what she does. She's constantly moving and changing seasons and cycles of the moon, the stars and the sun, all the elements that dance. The more connected we are to nature and with nature, the more we take on her thriving energy. So as you take your hands in the I love you posture, I'd like you both and each and every one of the listeners to imagine that one of your hands is the roots of a very healthy tree. Point it down and plug on in. Go like this. Nice one. Nice one. Feel your connection with nature. Feel yourself going deep into the many layers, all the way down to that liquid magnetic core of Mother Earth. Feel yourself connecting to ocean waves and billowy clouds, expansive blue sky, mountains and valleys flowers and panda bears. Take your other hand, bring it over your heart and feel your body naturally connecting with the energy of nature. Mother nature is our nature, my friends. I invite you to repeat. I am a thriving body. I am a thriving body. With thriving relationships. With thriving relationships. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. A plugged in, bring this hand up just a little bit as we align our minds with the mind of nature, the mind that sees change and says, yes. I invite you to repeat, I am a thriving mind. I am a thriving, thriving mind. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love Infinite and gratitude. A plugged in this hand, all the fingers, including the thumb right at the crown as we align our spirits with the spirit of nature. And the spirit of nature is the wind, and it's free, and it's easy. 
And I invite you to repeat, I am a thriving spirit. I am a thriving spirit. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Relax, take a deep healing breath. Let it go. Open up your palms. Appreciate that there's a left and a right. We live in a world of duality. We live in a world of positive and negative, masculine and feminine, yin and yang, but duality is not reality. The truth of life is this, love. This is the truth. Love is the only truth. Fear creates the illusion. And what does love do? It brings things together. And so as you bring your hands together, you are bridging your right and left hemispheres of your brain. And as you bring it right into your chest and feel the back of your thumbs right in that sternal concavity, you are aligning your full brain with your open heart. And take this moment right now and connect with your divinity. I invite you to repeat, I am a body of oneness. I am a body of oneness. And so it is. And so it is. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Bring it on up right to the third eye as we align our minds with the mind of the divine. I am a mind of oneness. I am a mind of oneness. I am a mind of oneness. And so it is. And so it is. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Bring it all the way up as we align our spirits with the most high vibration. I am a spirit of oneness. I am a spirit of oneness. We are all one. We are all we one. Are all and so it is. And so it is. All is well. All is well. All is well. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love, Infinite and, love and gratitude. Relax, my friends. Take a deep healing breath. Welcome to the present moment. You just tuned your instrument. Just take this moment. Just be aware that you're aware. Just notice and observe how it feels to be present. Notice how it feels to be in your body. Notice how it feels to be on this Zoom social media connection right now. You know, and I'm just curious, like Tamala and Cindy, like, what do you notice about how it feels to be present after going through the connection? Such a peace and calmness. Yeah, calm, I would say. Mm. You know, just connected. Mm -hmm. And I have a question. Do you think it's easier or more difficult for your body to heal or for you to deal with stress when you're feeling this way? Oh, it's absolutely much easier for, for everything, not only in the body, but the mind and just sharing energy, just everything is so much easier in a state of calm and presence. Right, and so if we only did this, like we only did step one out of 16 steps, if we only did that, we'd like, okay, good job. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. But this is the starting place because you cannot work with the subconscious mind from a reactive place. Yes. We work with the subconscious minds 
from a raised vibration. And there's a process of going through this portal. What we just did, everyone, what we just did is acupuncture without needles. You just moved life force, chi, prana. And as a result, blood is flowing differently. Immune system is on. Things are moving. This is, you've activated a whole unique level of mind medicine already. But you know, this now, to me, this is like, this is like, okay, now we can actually jump on in and create really deep, profound life change. Yeah. And I know you have on your Lifeline Techniques site, um, you have where people can sign up to, to have a session. Um, there's a session that they can, they can be part of or watch um, for free there. Yeah, and it's not watch, participate. Participate in, yes. Participate. It, it, this is interactive. Yes. This is never, this is never uh, on someone or for someone. This is always with. So there's always interactive and we're guiding people. It's like, if you want to go into nature, you better work with someone that knows how to handle being out in the woods and doing things. You want to work on a subconscious level. You want to be guided by somebody that understands how to navigate the subconscious mind. So yeah, we have a group lifeline session and, and that's an awesome gift that I love to provide for people. You just go to thelifelinecenter.com, thelifelinecenter.com, and you literally sign up for our, um, you know, our blog and our, our mailer, and uh, you will get two free healing circle, one, one that, uh, one, two free group sessions, one that's a pre-recorded, it's awesome, and then another one which will be live. So we've been doing it every week for a long time. I think 12 years. Yes. So every week, haven't missed it. And so, you know, um, there's people from all over the world that participate in it. But some people, you know, if you're like, wow, I need um, intimate, more like I need some one-on-one -on -one sessions. We've got practitioners that speak Portuguese and Spanish and, and English and different things like that. So, you know, there's opportunities for people that want to create a deeper change and, and lasting change. But the group lifeline is profound and that's a great gift for yourself. It's fabulous. I, I did grab the one that is pre-recorded. I haven't gone and taken the, the live ones yet, but the pre-recorded one, the first time that I tried it, I fell asleep because the energy was moving. Like there was so much energy moving for me. I, my body needed sleep so i slept through part of it yeah you know? do you understand why that happened well i okay i'm gonna ask you why that happened what? i feel that it was because my 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 mind needed to process pieces that came up yeah and so it needed to rest to be able to process that yeah because you know what mind are we in when we're sleeping yeah we're in our theta <laughs> We're in our subconscious. subconscious. We are. We're sub. It's a hundred percent subconscious. Yes. So when there's a lot to process, mm -hmm. the system will put you to sleep. So I, sometimes I'm teaching, and I'll have people that are just falling over. <laughs> Believe I, it. And I used to take it personally. I used to be like, "Wait, why are people? This is really interesting." This is really <laughs> <laughs> like, <sighs> and it just like, but you know, we learn while we're sleeping. We do. It still goes in. If you know, actually, the conscious doesn't get in the way then. So it's okay if, if you do fall asleep, but uh, people start yawning. Mm 
uh, naturally as the process goes on. And uh, it's a fascinating thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Well, Dr. Darren, we have taken up quite a lot of your time here and it's fascinating. We could go on and on. Um, but I think that we've come to the point in our show where I have to ask you if there's anything else that's specific that you really want our listeners to know. Um, yeah, you know, what I really desire everyone to know is that wherever you are and whatever's going on, that you're perfect. And, and this is your starting place. And, um, you know, it makes me emotional because life is hard. It is. And there's so much that's going on that affects us in such intense, immense ways. And the level of judgment and, and, and devaluation of ourself and is, is so profound. And, and just give yourself permission to be human. Give yourself permission to have emotion. And when you're in your emotions, infinite love and gratitude, infinite love and gratitude, infinite love and gratitude, infinite love and gratitude. I'm telling you, keep saying it. It won't take long. You cannot be in that vibration and fear at the same time. The fear will begin to change. And that is a great hack. You know, I had a woman that was having a massive allergy attack on the highway on 405 in LA. And, and she's like, she couldn't pull off. And she's like, you know, you know, like, what am I going to do? I'm going to crash. And she just went into love and gratitude, into love and gratitude, and completely shifted the anxiety and the allergies. If you use it, it works. It doesn't if you don't. So I hope that, you know, my hope is, is that if anything, hey, I'm open to the concept of a portal versus a problem. And when you find yourself in a situation, infinite love and gratitude, and, um, and step by step, if you desire help, reach out, there's help for you. And, um, you know, and, and what a blessing you are to the world. Yeah, so I'm so appreciative, Tamala and Cindy, for your beautiful energy and hearts and courage. This isn't easy to show up and do this. Like this wasn't the easy, like you have to do it because it's your calling. I can tell you're both so passionate <laughs> and you're great at it too. You're so, you both are so great at this. It's like, thank you for showing up in the world. Thanks for being so bright so that other people can walk a path. I mean, you obviously are earth angels and, 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 and what a gift you are. So thank you so much for this for me to share. Thank my you. Story. Yeah. And thank you for sharing because it's been amazing. We could sit and talk, talk and listen to you for hours. Well, we could. You know, there is, there is one more thing that we need to do and we're going to do it really quick. And then Cindy's got one final question and that is our squirrel shots. Cool. Okay. So what is your favorite kind of weather? Uh, sunny. Sunny. Nice. What sport do you like to play? Ooh. I love playing. I love riding a bike now, but I love playing tennis but I'm really gotten into like riding my bike on it in an intense level. Nice. Favorite hobby? Mm. Fishing. You just won the lottery. What do you do? Uh, I immediately uh, take my family again to Cambodia and I uh, build water wells for everyone in, in, in Cambodia, so everybody's got, you know, incredible healthy water. 
uh, that people are able to create gardens and we teach them, you know, how to do that. Like we, my family and I had an incredible experience there about a year ago. And so, yeah, that, that's my first thought, but I actually have so many others as well, but that's my first. Beautiful. Yeah. If you were able to teleport anywhere, where would it be and why? Uh, Queenstown, New Zealand. Um, there's just, I was just talking to my daughter about this. I was driving her to a friend's and she's like, dad, favorite place. And I'm like, New Zealand. She goes, that's what I was thinking. It's like, when you breathe there, the air is different. It's just, it's, it's like nothing I've ever experienced before. And, uh, yeah, it just, hmm. Mm. Yeah. If I was ever going to escape and maybe I shouldn't say this, like, oh, wow, where did Darren go? I'm like incognito and I'm in Queensland, New Zealand and like, that's where I'll be. What do you think of when I say the word tree? Um, family. What makes you smile every day? My dog. Last time you belly laughed. Um, well, <laughs> this is great. Um, two days ago, my son playing this song called, his name is Liam, and it's called uh, Liam Poop. And it's like, poop, 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 Liam Poop. And this guy's playing the guitar. He's cracking <laughs> up. He's like, Dad, I want you to hear this song. Let me put a song on the on the radio. He is out of his eye. He's been laughing. I start crying. I'm laughing so hard. It was so funny. <laughs> Yeah. What is your first thought every morning? My first thought is I observe my body. I observe my life. I get on in. I say, hell no, I wouldn't choose any of the things that are painful, scary, and stressful. And then my thought is, and I say this to myself, Darren, I have no idea what's going to happen to me today. But whatever happens with whoever, wherever, no matter how painful, no matter how scary, no matter how stressful, I'm going to embrace it with infinite love and gratitude. You know, I think that that's, that's a good way for me to end those. And Cindy's got one last question for you. Cool. If you were able to climb to the highest mountaintop and the whole world could hear you, what would you say? You know what I'd say. <laughs> infinite love and gratitude gratitude ah infinite love and gratitude bless you nice yeah thank you again so much for being here with us dr darren it's been a pleasure to have you on tonight oh, thank you thank you to everybody who has joined us and is listening uh, we we wish you all the best this week we want you to have a great rest of your week with infinite love and gratitude. And we look forward to being here again next week, which is our last live until the fall. So thanks again for stopping in. And we're signing off from TTSN. Have a great night. Good night. Thank you so much. Love and gratitude. <laughs>